You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. One man to beat, you can forget about it. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run in that fixed thing. Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. The Martin Houston Show can also be seen simulcasting on Facebook, on the Martin Houston Live page, as well as Tide 109, Alabama Tradition, uh, and Martin Houston Personal, and X's and O's Sports. Also at Martin Houston Live on YouTube and at Martin Houston 35 on Twitter. So, Join us on all those various outlets. Interact with us via chat on each and every one of those. Uh, let us know your thoughts, uh, your comments, your ideas. We uh, would love to hear from you. Or, hey, if you listen to us on the traditional radio airways, you can also interact with us at 205-342-9904. That's the Alabama One Hotline. Alabama One Hotline is open for business and ready to receive your call and your interaction. It's a Thursday morning, so we have a great show lined up for you. Uh, would love to get you in on the conversation. So remember this, that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, be, be glad in it. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. Be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you doing? You got a little uh, double reverb. I got. Uh, we're doing great. Uh, we uh, definitely uh, got some interesting things. More coming out from the SEC uh, spring meetings. So we'll we'll talk about that. Alabama making uh, a, a controversial recommendation there. Um, in terms of uh, uh, the transfer portal. So we'll, we'll figure out what Nick Saban and, and crew, what were they trying to do there? Um, Jimbo Fisher saying it's over with. We're done talking about it. Uh, well, what's over? Them fighting or the NIL conversation? 
and, and what's going to be done about that. We can talk about that as well. And of course, you also have uh, the uh, story, of course, Alabama having three players ranked in the top 10 for the upcoming NFL draft. Uh, you know, is not surprised by the top two, Bryce Young um, and Will Anderson, Will Anderson respectively, the top player. But are you a little si- su- surprised by the number th- uh, third guy, Eli Rick? So we'll talk to him. And we also, we're going to try this thing again today. We got, we're, we're going to try to have a special guest join us uh, in the second quarter. But uh, we, we, we will, we'll wait and announce who that is. Uh, excited about that as well. So, but um Xavier, Joe, anything jump off the page uh, from you guys from the SEC media days? Uh, well, I don't, I, I don't know if you mind if I take one second to uh, congrat, congratulate Terry uh, Jones Sr. on retiring from the university yesterday. I did, I did not see that, so absolutely take a second because I. Um, I'll come in after you finish. Yeah, uh, I know. I know uh, he he was a big part of your time at Alabama. I think he started uh, being a part of the strength and conditioning program the same you you arrived. But uh, yeah, and I grew up with his youngest son Jason, through classmates. But just after thirty four years of service to Alabama, after being a former player, actually the first. African-American player out of the state of Georgia that signed with Alabama under Coach Brown. So just give him a quick shout-out. So congratulations on retirement. Yeah, I'll have to give him a, a call. Uh, definitely uh, deserving of a shout-out. Uh, TJ, as he was affectionately known by us as players. So 34 years ago, huh? Let me see. 1988 to 2022, right? Yeah, so that's thanks for reminding me that I came to Alabama in 1988. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, I kind of raised TJ. You know, if he if he if he had had a different crew coming in other than us, he might would have retired sooner. But we were such a great crew. (laughs) No, seriously, Coach Jones has been a part of the University of Alabama and a lot of national titles. A lot of changes, a lot of ups and downs, and, and thank him for his time here as a player uh, and as as a strength and conditioning coach. So, no doubt, a shout out there. Um, back to spring media days. Yeah, um, I I I I don't think it'll happen, but uh, the the proposal for the transfer transfer portal deadline being moved up from May first. To February first for the uh, other way. It's the other way from February first to May first. You said it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think it'll happen. But it yeah, would be very interesting to see. <laughs> hey, Joe, what are your thoughts on that uh, inter interconference um, uh, schedule? In, in other words, the SEC. 
and Alabama saying, okay, hey, we're letting everybody else leave our conference um, up until the the May 1st or come into our conference up until May 1st. Uh, but uh, uh, we, we want to let, let, let the players change squads. What, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, I think that uh, Lane Kiffin kind of let it out saying that uh, he, he said that somebody in the room joked that they wouldn't put their spring game on television so that, you know, programs like Alabama and, and other the top-end programs won't be poaching away their players. I don't think it's going to happen uh, that, that, that it gets moved back. Uh, I, I, and, uh, f- frankly, I, I don't know that we're going to get much real movement out, uh, out of this SEC spring meetings, uh, at least at the current moment. I think you got a lot of posturing and a lot of you know people playing nice in the media now after San- Greg Sankey probably laid down the law in that room. Uh, but so 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 I'm, I'm not I'm not sure that Alabama is going to get its way on that one. Yeah, the that, that, I mean the, that that's it. I mean I was surprised. Um, was that, I, I'm always trying to figure out with Nick Saban, is he doing, is he doing something just to kind of noodle people sometimes? I, like, there's no way that Alabama thought that would pass. I mean, I, I, I've been sitting here saying they need to move the May 1st to February 1st, right? I, I, well, not necessarily February 1st, but to me, recruiting day. To me, you you need to have have it somewhere around when recruiting ends, or uh, uh, in time for you to be part of the signing class, this the late signing period. And here Alabama comes back and says, "Oh, hey, let's go through spring practice." I think Kirby said it best. Uh, I I think it'd be really tough to have uh, three or four months of working out, and then have your roster change intra squad. I'm trying to figure out why they don't think it's a problem to have it change after spring practice regardless. So I'm surprised somebody didn't propose the other side uh, because Kirby seems to think that it's a problem, you know, for inter-squad. Why would it not be a problem for you getting some guy from another conference? That makes sense? Yeah, exactly. Why why does it matter if it's Alabama to – to Tennessee, Tennessee to LSU, when you're okay with it being USC to Pitt or USC to Florida, something like that. I mean, you're still going through that whole process, and you can still lose a guy just as easily. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Kirby that shows uh, Joe the underlying arrogance of SEC coaches. They don't think a kid's gonna leave their program. Uh, after a spring, uh, not at least not any of the good guys are going to leave their program uh, and go to a lesser conference, in air quotes. So. Yeah, everybody thinks that they're, 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 their guys are going to stay and stay and be on their team, but you never know. I mean, a better opportunity presents itself at a uh, bigger school, Tyler Steen. Uh, you might have them moving and transferring. Yeah, so I guess that's it. It was just an interesting proposal. Uh, the Jimbo Fisher story seems to be over uh, for now as far as him and Saban, but the, the premise of their story is yet to be uh, resolved as we know that NIL isn't going away 
But, Joe, I'm like you. I'm not sure that there's going to be a whole lot of movement um, coming out of this spring. I think there's a lot of stuff probably being thrown on the wall to see what sticks. Um, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll hear that conversation coming out for the next few weeks. And then we'll, we'll see what's on the hot ticket item from spring. Uh, I mean, uh, the SEC media days in the summer. Hey, we're going to get the break here. Coming back on the other side, uh, we will be bringing in a guest uh, to talk with us. Um, be first time on this show, so we hope to uh, have that all set up. Looking forward to a great show. And uh, phone lines will not be open if our guest is on with us. So um, we'll ask you to listen up, stay engaged, and then we will be back in just a moment right here on the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got a very serious wreck with injuries, possible fatality on Highway 69 southbound at Skyland Oscar Baxter Drive. A portion of 359 and 69 are closed southbound. If you see other conditions, give me a call. Now you can get a lifetime powertrain warranty on a new and used vehicle at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today. Scattered showers and thunderstorms will likely form this afternoon and tonight. The high today, 89. Tonight's low, 67. For tomorrow, a nice day, a good supply of sunshine. Not as humid, the high, 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 71 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at Southmark design.com interact with the martin houston show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the martin houston show on facebook Good morning. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Uh, it is a, a special day and a, a sign of the times to come. What am I talking about? Uh, the Martin Houston Show uh, has a special guest joining us this morning. For the first time, um, is uh, it's absolutely awesome to have uh, a current Alabama player, this young man, uh, he, he doesn't even know this. He is he is setting history, Joe, uh, on uh, the Martin Houston show. We have Mr. J.C. Latham, number 65 uh, on the field, and, and, and I'm going to go ahead and claim it, J.C., for you, number one in your heart. Good morning, J.C. How you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? 
Good, good. So glad you're able to be in with us, JC. Uh, on, on the um, uh, line with us will be X's and O's Sports, Xavier Houston, as well as our brand manager, uh, Joe uh, Gaither. They may have a question for you as well. Well, I, I guess I'll, I'll start right off with you. First of all, congratulations um, on, on, on getting adjusted last year. Uh, but what has JC Latham been up to? Uh, this summer uh, as he's preparing for uh, to make that run uh, at uh, starting left tackle? Uh, really just working as much as we can. Still uh, seeing where I fit in best at the O-line position um, and just really just trying to dominate everything that we're doing here. So you know, the workouts every day, the list, the conditioning, the body exercises that we do, the mental training, all those type of stuff, the field techniques and um, workouts and stuff, just doing that every day, making sure that no matter what comes up, like we're ready for it. Now, now JC, uh, we're, we're going to talk about several different things. We're going to talk about you and Alabama football. We're going to talk about your transition here. And we're also going to talk about uh, some of the things you're doing uh, on NIL, on and off the field. Uh, as well as a golf tournament you're part of. Uh, you know, you use the word dominate, and I noticed it, that you have some apparel um, that you have, and the word under it is, is dominate. Now, is that is that JC's term, or is that what this offensive line has adopted for the offseason? Uh, that's really what we've adopted for the offseason. I mean, last year, um, just looking at how we performed, we saw a lot of keys, like to where we had some successes in some areas, but in a lot of other areas we needed to improve. Then, so we took a lot of that personal, and um, we chose to like we didn't want to just go out there and practice every day and see what happens. We wanted to kind of um, basically reshape the image that we have with ourselves to bring back the traditional uh, Alabama offensive line. Well, that that's awesome. Uh, X, I, I know you had a question about uh, part of that transition and um, the way they're being uh, coached up. Yeah, uh, how you doing this morning, JC? How you doing? Doing good. I'm uh, doing good. I'm doing good. So speaking of transitioning, what's what's the biggest difference between Coach Marone and Coach Wolford so far that you've seen? So Coach Wolf, I mean, both both in my opinion were both really great coaches, but I feel like Coach um Wolf, what he does a really good job in because I feel like Coach Marone, uh, with him coming from the NFL, he um he was really like job oriented. And then nothing's wrong with that. Um, like you feel me, most of us, you feel well, really all of us like understand we gotta get the job done. But Coach Wolf with I feel like with him coming from an, another college, he understands that a lot of us are like coming straight out of high school, so like it's different from going dealing with like thirty year olds who are in the NFL to dealing with eighteen year olds who are coming out of high school. So he understands that like yes, yeah, a job at the end of the day, like you got to be able to have the guys like have fun and have like be interactive and stuff. So like like in meetings there or whatever the case may be, like on the field, like he tries to make sure like yeah, like we're focused on our job and if we're doing good that day or whatever the case may be. He'll try to like like lighten the mood with like uh, like jokes or just talking to the players, whatever that may be, just so like because you know being in Alabama is easy, so just to let like I guess some of the tension off our back. And I feel like that really he started that off from day one. Just as soon as he met us, just 
you feel me? We all got together and just, just started talking, just uh, got to know one another, just really, like, connected, and that created, like, a bond. So I feel like that off the gate just um, helped us so much because I feel like Marone, when he came in, he came in, and it was during a hard time because obviously it was COVID, but he also came in, like, um, during um, conditioning, our four-quarter program. So it was, like, it was kind of hard. Like, yeah, like, he, he came in running. Like, we had to go just because, you feel me, that's where we were at, so. That, that that's an interesting uh um perspective there jc because on our show uh myself and many of us have said i wonder how hard it's been for the connection between marone and these guys because he coached pro players for so long and um and and and, and is he connecting uh at the level these young guys need so if you're just now tuning in, you're listening to the Martin Houston Show. This is the Alabama One Hotline, and we have uh, Mr. J.C. Latham, number 65, for the University of Alabama, talking Alabama football right now. Mr. Latham, uh, tell me something. Uh, J.C., you, know, you, you, you came from Wisconsin, uh, where you were a champion there. You went to IMG, where you became a champion, and, that, and now you're at Alabama, uh, and, 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 of course, uh, how did IMG as a program help prepare you for the atmosphere and the, the intensity of being a part of the Alabama program? Uh, IMG did a great job. That's a really good question. IMG did a great job in preparing me um, just really in the aspect outside of, so first off, the football environment of going against guys like uh, Malik Bryant, um, guys like that, playing uh, with guys like Tyler Booker, you feel me? Being around guys like DeCorey Brooks and J.J. McCarthy, you're around high-level competition. So um, just being in that environment shows you, like, all right, like, say, for example, like, if any of us were to be a player who, when we came from our other high school, we were, like, say, cocky or really, like, um, into ourselves, whatever it may be, we'll see, like, what the competition that we're finna be around uh, our age, at least, is going to look like going into um, college. So we're going to be like, all right, well, this guy's ahead of the curve. And if he's going to play early, I got to get to where he's going to get to type deal. So you feel me? Uh, it kind of just forced a lot of us to mature in that aspect, at least on the field, just because, you feel me, you see guys who are going to be like Jason McCarthy, uh, ready to play his freshman year and all that type of stuff. So you see, like, what he had to do. He had the blueprint laid out for not only his position, but just for football um, players in general. And then outside of football, just really like the meetings and um, the schedule, how it works. I mean, uh, I'm not taking no credit from my school. I came from the Catholic Memorial. That was a really great school as well. Like, that were top-tier football program in the um, state. They did a really good job at making sure, um, like, they the athletes were taken care of, like, in all sports, really. Uh, athletes were taken care of. They um, knew what they had to do and all that stuff. But, you know, being at IMG, where, like, the money's just completely different. That was just a completely different environment. Like, we had meetings at 7.30 in the morning. We would um, go to practice, like, right after that. We would have to go to school later on throughout the day. You feel me? So just getting acclimated to that schedule, not not your traditional high school schedule, more of, like, a college schedule, really set it up. So when you got to college, it was like, all right, I'm already used to this. I'm already used to you feel me, going to school after a long day of practice or going to practice after, like, a short, shorter day of school or whatever or doing tutoring at night um, with 
whoever I'm doing tutoring with. You feel me? So. Yeah, that that's awesome, Jake. I have one quick follow up question on the IMG Wisconsin to IMG. I know you chose Bama uh, over you know numerous numerous schools, but uh, it was reported that you were looking at possibly Notre Dame, and of course Wisconsin was one of those schools that supposedly you're. How much of a pull was it to go back home uh, and play for for Wisconsin, which is known for having big powerful offensive linemen? Um, looking at it, I mean, Wisconsin, I really like them. Um, I really like what they had over there, but just as soon as I left to go to IMG, I really wasn't recruited by them no more. And I really don't understand why, um, that oh. was. So, yeah, so I just let that kind of like, you feel me? I let it go. I mean, as much. And then it kind of, I don't know what the deal was, but even like my coach knew, like, Wisconsin was supposed to come down like one week. I forgot what week it was. I think we were playing, I want to say St. John's. It was like around october or whatever. But they were supposed to come down. Um, coach told me that. And obviously, like, I was the only player from Wisconsin on the team currently. So, you feel me? He was like, yeah, they're here for you. All this stuff. Okay, cool. I'm not coming. So, I didn't know, like, what the deal was with that. I didn't know what was up. So, like, when it was time to, like, make, um, turn my, turn my, like, focus into, like, my top schools, I had to, like, kind of weed Wisconsin out just because they, it was like the attention wasn't there. I didn't want to force no school to give me attention because like other schools were already giving me like a lot more attention than that. So Yeah, we're, we're, we're speaking with J.C. Latham. Uh, just in case y'all are wondering, Wisconsin did not pursue the number one <laughs> offensive tackle uh, in, in, in virtually every rating uh, tool in there. Uh, We'll, we'll we'll leave that with uh, Wisconsin, uh, but uh, Mr. J.C. Latham did choose the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, and is battling out for uh, that number one left tackle position. Uh, X, did you have a question for him? Yeah, uh, so J.C., as it was just stated, you were the number one offensive tackle in your class. What was the hardest thing about transitioning from being a tackle to – through your true freshman year, you played a lot of guard. So what was the biggest adjustment there? Uh, I guess the biggest adjustment really was just to learn that, um, to learn, like, the level of competition that you're going to be going against. Not only is going to be is going to be at a completely different level, but it's also going to be, um, like, the small things are going to become a lot more detail-oriented than what you may uh, seem. You're going to see a lot more. You're going to go against a lot more. So you got to be ready for all. Everything that's gonna come, Joe. You up? Yeah, absolutely, JC. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I want to know you, no you. You did play a lot of guard last year. Uh, what What do you take from Evan Neal's journey, going from uh, fr from guard to right tackle to left tackle at, at, at Alabama, uh, that you, maybe you can take on on your own journey? Uh, he showed me a lot, and I'm I'm grateful to have him as a a mentor, a teammate, and a friend just because of the relationship that we had. And actually, he was uh, when we went to, like, like road games and stuff, or even home games, so we stayed in the hotel. He was my roommate. So a lot of the times, yeah, we would talk outside of, like, football, but a lot of the times, um, like, when we did talk about football, he would just give me a lot of insight. But he also, like, uh, helped me, like, mature also um, to understand, like, what I needed to do if I wanted to play or when my time came. So... But taking away taking away um something from 
his journey and his path that I learned really, I guess it would just be the, the work ethic and the determination to, um, to play really his boy to play was just unmatched at that time, really by a lot of people. Um, he, he was six to eight, great, great body, great frame. And he knew he could be one of the uh, best players in the country at his position and just in general also. So you feel me? Just not wasting the talents that God gave you, not getting into a situation how, where most people see it. Oh, we're at Bama. We can have fun. We're going to win our stuff. He stayed focused. He kept working. He handled his business and did what he had to do. So, and which led him to be uh, a top 10 draft pick. But yeah, just understanding that and just understanding that we're in the best position we can be, but it's on us on how we're going to take away, what we're going to take away from him. Yeah, speaking once again with J.C. Latham, uh, left tackle for University of Alabama. J.C., you know, you, you just said something. He was your roommate, uh, talking about Evan Neal. Uh, and one of the things that I think sometimes fans uh, don't get, having been a former player, uh, you know, the guy I room with played the same position as me. And it's hard for people to understand how could two guys be battling out for playing time, Um uh, uh, and, and and all that, but yet uh, be pouring into each other. Uh, and, and of course, you just said Evan Neal is kind of that leader. Uh, who who? Um, and it may be you, or you may have accepted that role based on the influence. But who's the guys that's kind of stepping up and taking that leadership role uh, uh, for this current Alabama team on the offensive uh, line? It's really, a lot. Uh, it's really a lot of us, uh, like including myself. But speaking outside of me. Just because, like I said, we all take everything so personal. We're not trying to leave no stone unturned. So it's really like even down to um, Emil and Darian Dalcourt, who both are, uh, who were both hurt uh, coming off of an injury, like in the spring. Um, Jason Cohen, um, Kendall Randolph, Seth, all, all these was even uh, Damian George. We all try to lead one another, and some lead by example, some lead with. Um, some lead with their actions, some lead with their words, but at the end of the day, we don't want to, we don't want to, um, what you call it? We don't want, like I said, we don't want to leave no stone unturned. So when it comes to, um, when it comes to like leading, like, I guess like as a group, we collectively, we collectively, um, choose to do it all together. So. Yeah. JC, we, we're going to, what, what I'm going to do here. So just kind of help you set. We're going to talk a little bit about that golf tournament. We're going to talk about NIL and then we're going to uh, uh, close out your time with us. Letting us tell us what JC's uh, kind of personal ambitions in this year's team has offered. But JC, uh, our partnership, a relationship developed because you're going to be a part of the Alabama one uh, aspire one community golf tournament coming up on June 9th. Uh, going to be out there on the course, uh, um, you know, meeting some of the fans. And so I kind of tie this all into the NIL deal. Man, how different uh, is it for you and, and the guys? You know, you kind of came in under this umbrella, uh, but but for you and the guys, now that you can be out in the community, serving your community, building relationships, building your name, image, and uh, likeness brand. Um, uh, tell us about why you think it's important to be a part of something like the, the uh, fundraising uh, tournament for Alabama One uh, Aspire Foundation. Um, it's really important to me. Uh, it's a really good opportunity as well. Um, even back day into before ING, I always wanted to, me and my friends always wanted to look how to give back to the community um, and help out the community and stuff. And I guess kind of going to ING, 
because uh, the school is in or yeah, the school's located in Bradenton, so um, that's really like a uh, what I've been told was like a retirement community. So it wasn't as much to do like giving back to the youth as far as that goes. And then with ING being boarded off and um, just opening, it was kind of a lot hard to like you feel me, help with the community. But um, being here in college, I really like appreciate the opportunity I've been given to give back and get to know the people of this community. Yeah, and and I want to I want to highlight because we're gonna have you and several other of your your friends and teammates on in the coming days. You know, a lot of people, JC, think that name, image, and likeness and, and building your brand is all about um, just the money you get. But um, as you just said, there it's also about you being able uh, to give back. Um, and so uh, we 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 really want to thank you. This is this is Martin Houston jumping off from the host to the Alabama one and say we're so excited that you committed to come out and be a part of our golf tournament on June 9th and be out there meeting the players and shaking hands and as they say in the political world kissing babies and and putting. Now have you ever played golf, JC? No, uh, no, sir. I mean I, I had a couple swings, but yeah, not 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 to uh, what you call it the degree of most people. <laughs> JC, well, I'm gonna we're gonna put you on the putting end. Uh, I, I can relate to that. Uh, but hey, man, with where you're headed and where you're going uh, with the bright future you have, you might want to pick that up. Let's talk a little bit about uh, name, image, and likeness. Uh, JC, what what what's been uh, the, the most exciting part uh, and, and at the same time scary part for you in the NIL world? Uh, personally. I guess like going up with like what's the scariest part. Uh, I really don't want to do something with uh, like a company or like a brand that's kind of like shady. And I find out later on that they're, you feel me, not the right brand or not the right company that I, I want to be a part of. I end up maybe hurting my own image in the run. Um, that's the really like the biggest part about it because you feel me. A lot of people will run a rush as soon as you can get paid or whatever it can be rushed into things. Uh, I don't want to rush into things and end up messing myself up. But, uh, I mean, obviously, like, everybody knows, like, yeah, you can get paid. It's exciting. Uh, that's cool. But, like I said, it's, it's more about the image for me. Like, like the money is good and all that stuff. Like, I know, you feel me, I'll be straight as far as that aspect goes. Um, that's not really one of my top priorities uh, being here. But my image and how uh, people view me, I feel like that's that's kind of important Um, because, like, that this is this is your community and this is, who you're going to be a part of, this is going to be your alma mater. So when you come back, you feel me, you want these people around you to, you feel me, like make you feel welcome and stuff. So I feel like that's also really, uh, really important to like have even outside of like all the like deals and stuff. So. All right, JC. So everybody knows you fell short, unfortunately, in the national championship game against Georgia. And I know that is a team goal for the 2022 season is to make it back and win the national championship. What are your personal goals? Uh, my personal goal is to get on the field, start, uh, and then be the best at my position, whatever that position that I'm playing, just to um, go out and dominate every play. And, yeah, just go out and show, showcase what I know I can showcase and just focus on, focus on me and getting better. And I feel like everything else will... Um, be taken care of. Uh, hey, uh, JC, I want, I want to, uh, and man, we're pulling for you to have the best season possible. And, and of course, 
Um, we're, we're looking forward to that. But I want to take you back uh, to the NIL uh, thing that you just said. There's three things there, right? There's the name. Uh, and, and, and it sounds like you were raised in a good family, was already giving back to your community. Uh, and, and, and I'm sure your, your family has told you your name is, is, is the most important thing you have because it sticks with you your entire life. You talked about the image part being so important. Um, and then the likeness is going to come by what you do on the football field and people wanting to wear that number 65 and have Latham on the back of that jersey. Um, speaking of that, uh, you know, you have a, a couple different representations and our relationship with you is through uh, Hedius Maximum, Maximum, um, and you can go to that website, Hedius uh, Maximum, and I know people may be like, do what? But it's, it's uh, Hedius Maximum, and it's H-E-A-D-U-S Maximum.com. Uh, so you can go there. Uh, but JC, when you talk about that name, image, and likeness component, of, of what you do. Um, I'm, I'm so glad. I mean, I, I can't tell you how uh, excited I am that that's what you're, you're focusing on, not just building uh, what you do on the football field, but that, that off the field image. What are some of the things that JC uh, likes to be involved in, uh, in terms of off the field uh, involvement? And, and maybe if some people want to get you involved in that, how they can reach you. Um, really, as far as off the field goes, um, things that I'm involved, I mean, I'm not really too out there, like, as far as, like, um, like going out all the time and all that stuff. But, like I said, I do like giving back, and I do like making sure, like, those around me are uh, straight. And if anybody ever needs really anything, I feel like I feel like it's, um, like, always nice to help out people. One thing that I learned being here from uh, my roommate's mom, she told me that, it's always nice to um, help people out and because you never know uh, you might be in a situation where you might uh, like to be helped out. So you feel me? Just always do nice things so you can expect nice things to come back to you and just keep the world rolling. So uh, that's really what I've been trying to do as well. Just not even for the sake of me getting something in return, just really in general just to help people out and um, do nice things whenever I get the chance to. And I want everybody to know I posted it in my chat uh, that that link. Uh, let's talk a little bit about um, you, you, you're developing a brand and some apparel, uh, JC. Um, uh, uh, so, some good looking stuff you got uh, up for sale. If somebody want to support you, uh, you know, a lot of people think uh, name, image and likeness is just about boosters and big money. Uh, but mm -hmm. you're building a brand, that 6'5 brand. Uh, you got some really neat things on, on the website there ranging from phone covers for the different phones to the hoodies to T-shirts. I love that Alabama dominate. So we're going to be looking forward to that, uh, JC. But uh, uh, tell, tell, tell the people how they can support JC Latham uh, as he, he moves forward. Yeah, um, we have a website coming up pretty soon. Um, we also have what's called merchandise, like you said, coming out as far as phone cases t-shirts, all that stuff. So if y'all are interested in buying anything, showing support, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can just go on and really for your everyday needs or whatever the case may be. Uh, it'll be right there. Yeah, that's Hedius Maximum. That's head, E-U-S, Maximum.com. Uh, you can check that out with uh, J.C. Latham. I'm going to circle back, J.C., 
uh, to some football. Uh, and if anyone's listening right now, if you want to reach out to me and or our station um, and, and get that information uh, to stay in touch with JC, because it's JC, Damian George, uh, Tim Smith, uh, and uh, let me make sure it was one more. I just drew a blank. Uh, and Kendall, uh, oh, Javion Cohen uh, on that website that you can go out and, and support them by by uh, purchasing their merchandise. But JC, Bama fans, uh, of course, the O line was a big conversation this spring. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the 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 team as a whole. Um, you know, uh, we watched you guys in the spring. Uh, and uh, the, the, we had some new, you know, new guys come in. How how has it been for you as a player uh, having the likes of uh, Gibbs and Burton and others join the team? Uh, how has that um, assimilation been for you? I'm sure you probably uh, experienced this at IMG as well. Yeah. Um. Both players are really great people in general, so it's a lot easier to play with them. Uh, they're not cocky or egotistic. Um, even with um, uh, Bergen winning the national championship, I mean, like just talking to him, he doesn't really like rub that in. I said, I don't think he's that to me at least. I don't think he's really ever mentioned that um, in, at any time of him being here. But um, yeah, but like I said, both are really great people, uh, and both are really great to play with. Gil, if he just knows how to. Like break, he got that breakaway speed. So as soon as like he finds his opening, uh, he's real patient enough to make sure he he's gonna like get at least like five six. But if you give him enough, he'll take the crease all the way. And then um, Burton, he's just really like I haven't even been able to look at him as much. But he's just a get open type of player. Like I look back and just wonder like you see, I'll see like down the field. Next thing you know, I will see him wide open, twenty thirty yard game, forty yard game. So I can definitely see him being uh, um a key contributor just because of, you feel me, that uh, ability alone. All right. Uh, and I, I got a question. You're going against what um, many uh, believe to be the best player in college football at that left tackle position uh, in, in, in Mr. Will Anderson. Uh, JC, I, I blocked – have you heard your name, Derek Thomas? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and I'm sure you've heard that comparison. Well, I had the privilege of, of being a freshman against Derek Thomas, um, and I'm still trying to uh, block him. And so <laughs> I, 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 I can tell people it, it's not an easy task. Tell us what, what that does for you in terms of being able to prepare against a guy like uh, Will Anderson when you have chances to go head-to-head. Um, so going to a guy like Will, another like great player, phenomenal player. He does everything uh great. So just going to get someone like him just really helps me in a lot of a lot of aspects as far as the player that I want to be and get to just because I know he's gonna push himself every single play. Um, whatever it is, whether it's short yardage, um, third third and long, you feel me, first to ten, whatever it is, I know he's gonna give me give me his all. So Going against someone like that's always great. And then when you add on top of the abilities that he can do and everything that he can do, it just makes it even better. So, um, yeah, just going against him, like I said, his speed, his quick burst, his strength, like all those type of aspects to his game really helps me because I really don't think there's another player out there who can compare in every area that he can. So, Awesome. 
Hey, Joe, you guys have anything for? Um, uh, yeah, uh, there, there's a question from one of the listeners, uh, JC, and he was intrigued about uh, what is the nutrition program like at Alabama? You know, is it more uh, player specific, position specific, and, and how do those things work? And how, how are you enjoying the food at Alabama? Um, nutrition is a key part uh, in our game, and I really enjoy all the food. We have talked about shelves there, so uh, shout out to them because they're just great on uh, what they do. Feel we've got a team over there who's committed to not only making sure we're eating what's right, but also that the food is actually like really good too. Because I know some places you feel me, you want to uh, eat healthy, the food might taste flavorless to a sense. So they do a really great job of making sure what you eat is not only good but also right for you and whether you need to maintain weight, lose weight, or increase weight, it's all going to be the same as far as um, what you're going to eat. So. All right. Uh, Joe, you have any, any clo uh, closing questions for uh, JC before I wrap things up with him? Yeah, absolutely. JC, uh, when name, image, and likeness was introduced last summer, uh, a, a lot of people may, may have had the perspective or, or voiced the perspective that it was going to be a, ma a major distraction to college athletes and college players trying to uh, further their goals and get to their professional goals. How have you dealt with uh, the, the distraction, or how would you respond to people who say that it's uh, too big of a distraction to, to the college athletes? I really don't pay no mind to uh, people who comment on that as far as what that goes. Um, I really don't see it as any more of a distraction than anything else because um, we all have social media. We all have, you feel me, things in our lives that we love to do. But part of being an uh, adult, especially a uh, college athlete, is learn how to manage um, what you have going on. So I think um, that just added a new dynamic to it, something that we can all learn how to manage and uh, control in our lives. But as far as it being a distraction, I don't really think people, players like us um, allow it to even be a distraction because our our goals not only winning on the field, winning the national championship. So we're not really worried um, too much about naming like that some may think because our goal is never going to change no matter um, what rules come about. Hey, man, that's J.C. Latham who's been on with us for, for two segments this morning. J.C. Latham left tackle uh, at the University of Alabama, uh, fighting to be that starting position. Uh, of course, having competition from from several uh, teammates and uh, even uh, a transfer in Tyler Steen. But he talked about the camaraderie that this offensive line has. They want to dominate uh, this offseason. But uh, I have been very impressed with you, young man. I'm wishing you nothing but the best. Um, I, I want to remind people that when you hear him talk about name, image, and likeness, what he said is so different than what the narrative has been. He said he's more worried about his name and his image, and his likeness is going to be built by what he does on the field. So if you want to support him, if you want to be a part of what he's doing, uh, I know that uh, he's part of the Hedius Maximum team. Uh, you can go to my website and look into that and find out um, – <clears throat> Everything that's going on uh, with him, Hedius Maximus, H-E-A-D-E-U-S Maximum.com. Uh, you can find out more about his merch as well as the other guys that are part of his team. Uh, you also, uh, correct me if I'm not wrong, you also signed uh, with Rosen, Rosenhaus uh, as well. JC, is that correct? Yes, sir. 
Okay. Uh, JC, tell, uh, tell, tell our listeners if they want to support you, um, uh, how, how they can, can, can be a part. Do they reach out to, to them? Do they reach out to you? Uh, to, uh, help, help us help you, man. That's what I want to do. Yeah, uh, like I said, website uh, coming up, uh, as you mentioned, with Eddie is Maximus, uh, coming up pretty soon where you can buy merch, where you can, buy merch, where you can um, get latest fashion or whatever you need as your everyday needs. And uh, we just greatly support, we just greatly appreciate it. Uh, they show the support. Yep. And hey, in, hey next, uh, next uh, Thursday, June 9th, uh, once again, we want to thank you for being a part of one of our celebrity guests at the Alabama One Aspire Foundation uh, Golf Tournament. Uh, we will we we'll put you on the putting side, um, uh, JC, so you don't have to worry about driving and and uh, uh, missing any balls on that. Um, and I, I'll give it to you to uh, give your closing thoughts. Anything you want to say to the Bama Nation? Uh, bro, Just have a great. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Rose Tide. All right. Well, JC, we will definitely be in touch. We'll have you back again uh, uh, as we move throughout the summer and uh, with future opportunities that you have coming up. Uh, young man, I we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, and thank you for, for being a groundbreaker, man. This is the first time we've had an opportunity uh, to talk to uh, a current player. And uh, we couldn't have started off with a better guy. Uh, uh, being yourself so thank you uh what's that uh handle if you want to you can give it out if you want to if you don't you don't have to but if anybody want to follow you follow you on your social media outlets where can they find you uh it's just at tkj tkjay on instagram so. one more time tkjay on instagram all right, that is Mr. J.C. Latham. Thank you, J.C., for getting up early this morning, uh, and we'll we'll uh, reach back out to you later on as we move throughout the, the offseason and into the season, uh, wishing you nothing but the best. No problem. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you. All right, coming back on the other side, we'll put the finishing touches on this edition of the Martin Houston Show with the Alabama One Insurance two-minute warning. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we do have a fatality of a pedestrian on 69 South between 2059 and Oscar Baxter Drive. Portion of the interstate there is closed. Use Greensboro Avenue as an alternate route. Get a lifetime powertrain warranty on both new and used vehicles at no extra cost. From Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. 
sound of Bama Sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Hey, guys, I'll let you guys comment on on, 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 on that that experience and that opportunity uh, as we get ready to go off the air. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was great getting to talk to a, a current player. Uh, I, I'm kind of at that point where uh, I'm now old. And, you know, these are Simeon's classmates' age and things like that, having younger brother. It was just good to hear young men of that age have that type of mindset and that maturity level and it just means good things for Alabama in the future if we continue to get guys like JAC Martin, Joe you have any go yeah, ahead that was a lot of fun I appreciate you getting that lined up and uh, making some history right here on Tide 100.9 uh, we'll yeah. have that cut up and make sure that everybody can uh, get access to that if they missed it early this morning yeah, and and and, and uh, JC uh, is scheduled to be on this afternoon with Ryan Fowler. I'm sure Ryan will have even more questions for him and different questions. On tomorrow, we we have uh, Tim Smith uh, scheduled uh, to be a part of the program. So looking forward to talking with him as well. Hey guys, if you I know the phone lines aren't open, but if you have a chat question, uh, a question you can always place it in chat. Uh, and we'll we'll make it. We're gonna break down. He said some really interesting things about NIL, about image, and about it's not a distraction. But the word I love, Joe, dominate. That's their term for this offensive line. We're gonna see if they're able to do that, and we'll be watching it close and up person, up close and personal. For the Martin Houston Show, X's and O Sports, uh, Joe Gaither, Tide 109. I'm Martin Houston, saying thank you for being a part of the program. We'll be back tomorrow at the same bat time, time, same bat channel. Remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding, all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Roll tide, everybody. <laughs>